Hi, everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about hotel hotness of New York City. The preponderance of hotels in New York gives rise to the question of how much, who, and the subculture of accommodations in New York City. Are there really that many tourists come to New York City every day? Well, according to NYC and Company, which is the official destination marketing organization and convention and visitors bureau for the five boroughs of New York City, which represents the interests of nearly 2,000 member organizations across the spectrum of businesses and organizations in the city, it released its latest tourism figures, which found that in 2018, New York City welcomed a record 65.2 million visitors, comprising 51.6 million domestic and 13.5 million international visitors, the ninth consecutive year of tourism growth. A record 37.7 million hotel room nights were sold citywide last year, generating $623 million in an estimated hotel occupancy tax revenues. Although final meeting figures have not been released, NYC and company estimates the city hosted approximately 6.2 million meeting delegates last year. The Bureau predicts more than 67 million visitors of all stripes will visit New York City this year, as well as hosting a Worldwide Pride 2019 from May 12th through June 30th, the first time the celebration will be held in the United States. According to a The Real Deal article reposted in August of 2018 on Curb New York, in New York City, one in five units under construction is within a hotel. I have to assume that the plurality of visitors traveling on business raises issues related to the concept of hot desking. These business travelers need space to communicate, prepare, and perform work-related tasks while visiting office locations. Hot desking has replaced the term hoteling or hotel space, where unassigned desks are set aside for visiting employees and consultants to use as workspace while traveling to a business brick-and-mortar location. Hot desking sometimes called non-reservation-based hoteling, is an office organization system which involves multiple workers using a single physical workstation or surface during different time periods. The desk in the name refers to an office desk being shared by multiple office workers on different shifts as opposed to each staff member having their own personal desk. A primary motivation for hot desking is cost reduction through space savings, up to 30% in some cases. Hot desking is especially valuable in cities where real estate prices are high, Research has demonstrated that while there may be cost savings in office space, hot desking has significant negative impacts on both productivity and staff morale. The term hot desking is thought to derive from the naval practice of hot racking, where sailors on different shifts share the same bunks. Now, for me, the sights, sounds, and disruption caused by hotel construction, much of it occurring in formerly residential neighborhoods, is mind-boggling. According to hotel analysis company STR, in New York City, the hotel occupancy rate rose 0.8% to 87.3% in 2018. All the while this is happening, I have unwittingly noticed another age-old phenomenon with an updated twist. The hot sheet hotels are flourishing. 
Based entirely on personal observation, I have slowly overcome my personal naivete to the awareness of the Tinder grinder generation and its use of these apps on mobile devices related to all of the new hotels. I had been oblivious to this experience until I have had to walk down the same blocks on repeated occasions, blocks that now have several new hotels in operation and several more in different stages of construction, and initially thought how odd it has been for me to see so many people either standing or sitting outside these hotels. I thought to myself, there's an awful lot of cigarette smokers outside these hotels. Hmm, what do you know? I kept walking along, but also slowly realized that those people had their eyes on me as I approached and continued on my way. Well, that's odd, I kept thinking. But, you know, this is a big city. After having this experience repeat itself with predictable regularity, I finally drew the connection that all of those people, whether they were smoking or not, also had mobile devices in their hands. Hmm, of course, everyone has a mobile device in their hands. I then realized that they were staring at me to see if I was the in-real-life version of the connection they had previously made online, and when it turned out I was not the guy they were looking for, there has always been a slight air of disappointment, a shrug, and then their focus goes back to the screen in their hands. I didn't take any offense, since I haven't been looking to rendezvous with any women or those thirsty-eyed guys I had been previously oblivious to, so I chuckle when it happens and keep on my way. In short, there is quite a bit of boom-chicka-wow activity going on all day and all night, and that says nothing about the dead-eyed, casually-dressed, sandal-wearing, cigarette-smoking people standing in front of walk-ups and storefronts, who I refer to, as Kent Brockton of The Simpsons would say, allied tradespeople. I'll end with an expression my dad used to say, as the farmer said when he kissed the sow's ear, to each his own. See you next time. Thanks for listening, and as the kiddies say, peace out. Thank you.